All right. Thank you so much, Bethany. I appreciate that. So uh, good evening, Eagle Ridge. I am so excited to be here. Let's give yourselves a hand. Yeah. All right. We're, yeah, we're clapping. It's like one of those TV churches where they clap all the time, all the time. So I'm excited to be here with you this evening. I have an entire belly full of pizza and let's give a hand to all the, the staff that served us at dinner. Yeah, you're good. We're just, we're just going to be handing out hands all night long. So if you're sore tomorrow, it's not my fault. But I'm excited to be here with you at this beautiful camp. I'm from South Texas where the climate and the vegetation and the ground, like my skin is brown pretty much, oh, six months out of the year. And then the rest is like winter, so it's like gray. And then there's like two weeks of spring, and then it gets hot and everything just kind of, like have you ever dropped bacon in a skillet and it just kind of shrivels up? You know what I'm talking about? I live in that skillet, South Texas area. And I flew up here, and I'm so blessed to be with you guys and hear the rain pitter patter and splitter and splatter on the tin roof, and it's just kind of raising a clatter. But that doesn't really matter because we're at camp. Let's all just breathe a COVID-free sigh of relief. <sighs> That's good. So uh, I've got a slide that I can actually, I can actually do this. I have a Bluetooth keyboard here. Let me see if it's on. Okay, there we go. Yeah, look at this. It's high tech right there, Bluetooth keyboard. So uh, my name is Jonathan Sixtos. Yes, it's pronounced six toes. No, there's no E. Technically, yes, I do have six toes because you have to pass six in order to get to 10. No, I'm not going to show you my feet, especially not in the dining hall. Am I right? That's right. You got to wear your shoes in the dining hall. So uh, back home where I come from, where I come from, right, because we talk like this in Texas. We don't, we don't actually talk like that. We actually talk like this where I come from in Texas. No, we don't talk like that either. But I'm a youth pastor where I come from. Um, I'm also a, well, I'm an associate minister as well as so ordained in 2018 under my church. And I'm a school teacher. But I tell people that teaching actually, like my side hustle, any of you guys have a side hustle out there? Where are my makeup tutorial ladies? No? Is that the kids camp next week? Did I miss that? Okay. Where, uh, where are my Twitch streamers? Yeah. Gamers unite. Spam F in the chat. Nobody? Nobody? You guys play Fork Knife? Yeah? Are you guys that weird? Are you the anthem players, those weirdos who play anthem, 3v3 arenas, no, Warzone, my Warzone players at, Call of Duty, right, COD for the uninitiated, okay, where are my Animal Crossing people, yeah, that stinking raccoon, am I right, oh man, so uh, teaching's my side hustle, I love teaching, I've been teaching for eight years, and high school, actually, it's where I met Miss Rebecca and we became homies. We do say homies where I come from because I'm from South Texas. We don't actually say that. But uh, we became homies. And so she told me, she's like, hey, my sister's involved in ministry. And I'm like, that's crazy. I'm involved in ministry too. And she's like, you need to come up here to Eagle Ridge because that's, that's how y'all talk up here, right? Am I right? Where are my people with an accent at? Yeah. There's like three syllables in that word. It's like, yeah, but it's like, yeah. It's, so I'm glad to be here with you guys. Uh, I know I don't look it, but I am a biker. Not like a 10 speed, but like an actual motorcycle, you know, like, uh, uh, uh. so 
I put on my goggles and I grow my beard out and it flaps in the wind and collects the bugs and everything. I am a biker. I am also, I'm also a rapper, but that's not why I'm here this week, okay? We're going to focus on Jesus and uh, it's, it's family-friendly rap, okay? It's, not, it's nothing crazy. So later on uh, next week, if you want to make a TikTok sound, you can look me up and I can be a backing track and we'll, we'll go make it famous, right? Because you guys... Uh, but none of you watch TikTok, right? No TikTokers here. No. No. Ooh, yeah, no. Instagram Reels is where it's at. For reals. Am I right? Okay. All right. That's enough of that. So I'm excited to be here with you today. And we've been talking about rivers in a wasteland. And earlier today, we were setting up the pavilion. And me and JT were plugging things in. And we had our high waters on. And there was rivers in the wasteland. It was great. Who knows? If you feel a little trickle on your toes, it may actually be the flooding. It's not your neighbor, okay? Because I know that maybe some of you filled up on lemonade, but it's just the rain that you may be feeling. Some of you got that, some of you didn't. You got to be pretty quick with old Mr. Six Toes. But I I did want to greet you on behalf of my pastors. I believe that that's important to have a covering and to be submitted. So my pastors, Ruben and Rosie Trevino, in August will be celebrating 40 years of full-time ministry. That's longer than I've been alive. Let's give them a hand. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I am actually the same age as Miss Rebecca, so I was just a few months, probably also in a blanket when Eagle Ridge was founded. So I'm really excited to be here. I've probably said that like five times already, but I will say it once more. I'm really excited to be here. So we're going to dive into what the Lord has in store for us. Shall we gather in a word of prayer? You don't have to stand or anything. Like nobody's here is Catholic, right? I know that we have like a variety of... Okay, so we'll just pray sitting down. That's okay where I come from. But let's pray. Lord, we're so thankful to come together today here at this beautiful retreat center And we pray that our ears would be open, that our minds would understand as we dive into the word of God tonight. Lord, let us meditate on it. Let us chew on this word that we have tonight and that we can extend and expand what you are doing in our hearts this week. And everybody said, amen. Amen. You guys are good. You guys, you get that, okay? Because some churches are like, and everybody said, and people are like, what did I say? Did I say something? So we say amen when we say everybody said we say amen. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up that theme scripture once more. And I hope I don't get in trouble, but this is the NLT. I was told that we have a very slim selection of scripture interpretations around here. I'm not throwing the message or anything at you. I'm not some crazy minister guy. So I'll go ahead and go through NLT because I put rivers in the wasteland on your booklets And it's only in like the NLT that it says rivers in the wasteland. But it says this, forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I, that's God talking obviously, am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. So for those of you who don't know, I am a high school English teacher. It's my job. It's my side hustle. And so I thought, what better way to dive into this year's theme than with a science lesson? Yeah, that's right. This guy, this guy watches Bill Nye on Netflix. That's right. So I have here a graph, just kind of a graphical representation. You actually have this in your notes in color. 
right? When I went to youth camp, it was just black and white. We didn't have, didn't have color. But we have here what's called the orographic effect. And I'm going to explain this. We're going to talk about this. Most people call this a rain shadow. So the way that we're going to start tonight is by talking about how a desert happens. Go ahead and turn to your neighbor and say, how a desert happens. All right. Now turn to your other neighbor and say, why didn't you pick me? Yeah. Okay. Next time. You'll get them next time. So we have, and I'm going to need some hand motions here, but don't, don't touch your neighbor. Okay. It's just, we've all got a bubble, a personal bubble. And I want you to kind of go like this with me, just like a, like a moist rising air, rising air. There we go. Okay. You're with me. That's then we have precipitation. Let's see that. Precipitation, right? I see some piano players out there because you're like, dun, 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 dun. precipitation. Then we have what's called a rain shadow. Just kind of put your hands over your head. We got a rain shadow. <laughs> Not here, right? Imagine a rain shadow. Couldn't be me. <laughs> so then we have dry descending air. Dry descending air. And so what happens is, see what had happened was, the rain shadow is caused by this huge mountain because this moist air is forced up the side and the water droplets, they can't stay in the air because it's just going higher and higher and higher and the water droplets eventually have to fall and they're like, help me. And they have no choice because water and the density and the air and just, if you've ever walked outside and your glasses fogged up, come on, who, yeah, you, 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 definitely you, you for sure, yeah, that's why. Because when water hits a certain density, the air can't hold it. So that's why it's raining right now, because there's too much water in the air. And you may kind of start to feel it. You know what I'm talking about? When you're like, it's so humid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. Don't act like you don't know, because I know. When I got here yesterday, it was hot. Not Texas hot, but it was hot and steamy. Made me think of that bacon piece that I was talking about in the beginning. So we have this, and if, you, uh, if you're taking notes, you can write this down, because it says a rain shadow happens when moist air rains on one side of a mountain, and the other side is dry. One side gets all the rain, and the other side is dry. Do I have any siblings in here? You have a brother or a sister or multiple yeah, so you're probably familiar with like the orographic effect because one child gets all the cool and the good stuff and then you're like, and me? Yeah, right. You guys identify with this. You're like, bro, I am a rain shadow. I feel that. Rain shadow's my spirit animal. So we can, we can understand this. We have the water vapor. It can't go all the way over the obstruction. And so the other side is just dry right drier than my dms is that a thing do people say that or is it like an early thousands thing is that when we were campers yeah okay so it's dry there's nothing there and you're thirsty oh, i shouldn't have said thirsty okay so we get the rain shadow effect so the result is a harsh and dry climate. You guys ever see those skincare commercials where they have like, they zoom in on the skin, it's not even their skin, and they're like, put this stuff and the little bubbles will go into your skin and then you'll look like Jennifer Aniston who's amazingly still 25. Yeah, because dry, harsh climates are no good for growing stuff. Now, this lovely water feature back here, which 
Hopefully it doesn't get to me by the end of the preaching, but it's lush, even verdant. That's where we kind of get the Spanish word green, verde from, because it's like English translation roughly is verdant, like blooming, blossoming. So we have water, and water's life, right? Some people say ball is life, but water's life, literally. You cannot exist without water. But in the rain shadow, it's a very harsh and a very dry climate. So now that we understand what creates a rain shadow. So a rain shadow happens when moist air loses the water and the other side of the mountain is dry, in case you were writing that down. Then we have a harsh, dry climate. This happens, we have rain shadow happening actually in the United States, Death Valley and parts of Arizona, Utah, New Mexico. Once the air goes over the Rockies, then it gets there and it's all dry and nothing can grow. It's not conducive to life. It's not easy. It's not easy growing in a desert. It's a lack of life. Now, deserts can actually be cold. There's some really high deserts in Asia near the Himalayas and there's like ice and permafrost and all this stuff, but there's still lack of rain. A desert, hot or cold, is just a lack of moisture. But I wanted to talk to you today about this thing called a big idea. And as we go through our different kind of steps, the process, like they said in Philadelphia, trust the process. Now they're out of the NBA playoffs, but maybe next year. We're going to follow this process where I'll kind of give you something to, to chew on. I love that verb, just chewing on it, right? You guys ever gotten like, like a piece of steak and you just cut into that bad boy and then you just, you got to chew on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We're going to chew on this scripture here for about seven days. And I want you to remember this image. That's why it's in your booklet. We'll come back to the things that we've talked about before and we'll just kind of tie them all together. It's all connected. And I want you to think about this. So we got a big idea. You can go ahead and fill this in. So the big idea for tonight is what's in the way. So we have a TV light here. And if I put something in the way, you see a shadow, right? That's why it's called a rain shadow because something's in the way. Now, just kind of a side note, because I am an English teacher, foreshadow means something's on the way, but rain shadow, something's in the way, and that's what we want to talk about tonight. We need to ask ourselves, what's in the way? So if you're like me, this last year just didn't happen. It doesn't count. We're going to throw this one out. We're going to golf and call it a mulligan, and we're going to say, yeah, you know what, it's uh, 2020, no. Just it didn't work out the way we thought it would. But now we're here and we're at camp and we're excited and we're looking forward to what God's going to do in our hearts. But for some of us, we just feel dry. We feel a little like, you know what, it hasn't, it hasn't rained in my area in a while. And so we're all at different levels spiritually. Some of you are like, Brother Jonathan, I'm the first one to church and I turn on the lights and I hand out the Bibles and I pray and then I turn off the lights. I'm the last one out. And some of you are like, church? Never heard of her. And I'm aware of that, okay? I know that this is a very diverse, very broad cross-section of the youth of America. But I want to ask you guys, if you feel like in your personal devotional life, whether you are 
buddy-buddy with God and you're like, man, I talk to him every day and he's just doing some crazy things in my life or you feel like, you know what? I feel like I myself experience this rain shadow. You know, I feel like maybe my brother or my sister, my mom, my dad, my aunt, my uncle, my grandma, my grandpa, they, they get all the rain. You know, like God talks to them. And I'll tell my grandma, you know, grandma, pray for me. And she's like, oh, Lord, sweetie, you know I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to lift up them prayers and God's going to send down them blessings. And grandmothers are great for that. But sometimes we ourselves feel a little dry. Sometimes we feel like, man, when was the last time I really talked to God or even heard from God or even stopped to listen to see if I could hear from God? I don't know. Let me see. When was the last time I was at Eagle Ridge? It was like 2018, 2018. It's been a while for some of us. And maybe even though we're surrounded by rain, we feel a little dry on the inside. We say, man, God, it's, it's been a while since we've talked. Maybe you left God on red. You're like, oh. And you know that awkward phase where it's like, well, they saw that I read it because I accidentally slid all the way on Snapchat. I didn't just peek and then slide back so it doesn't show them that I read their message. And now they saw that I read their message. But now I have to wait like a day or two to say, oh, I was so busy that I just forgot because I have to make up a lie because I read. And they know that I read. And we do all of these kind of gymnastics to avoid confrontation when some of us need a really good rainstorm. Some of us need some precipitation. And we'll substitute the word precipitation with communication because we've been on a vacation from talking to the Lord of all creation. And we say, you know what, God? My heart's dry. It's been a minute. Maybe a hot minute since we're desert themed. And I want to ask you tonight to just examine yourselves. Many times in the Bible, they use that phrasing, examine yourselves, work out your salvation. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Be sober and be vigilant. I want you to think about what's in the way. So here's another science lesson. Mountains, we'll go back to the orographic effect. Mountains are caused by a shifting of tectonic plates. For those of you who don't know, we're actually sitting on giant slices of pizza that are sliding around on a marinara mantle of the earth. Any of you guys do science right? You know what I'm saying? Like we're just surfing the wave, man. Tectonic plates moving around, riding the wave. Do kids still say wave or is it like 2018? The wave. I remember 2017 was saucy. You guys remember that? Saucy. I'm saucy. And then now it's like the what the no is that not a did I miss that okay six okay the the youngins I got it yeah so we're floating around on these tectonic plates and then sometimes we're gonna do a little motion here they crash into each other like so just like that let me hear some tectonic plates crash. That's good. That's good. See, I always get my students, whenever we're talking about something and somebody does something well, I say, let's give them a hand clap. And everybody starts, you know, and say, no, 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 pay attention. A hand clap. That's just one. That's it. Just one. So we have these tectonic plates and they crash into each other on top of the earth's mantle. And nobody wants to give. You ever see those guys in the hallway or the locker room and they're like, what's up, what do you do? What's up? You swing first. No, you swing. What's up? What's up? And they look like those birds. Have you ever watched National Geographic and they like have their feathers out and they're like, hey. 
That's what I think of when I see my students. They're like, what's up, what's up? Birds. So we have these tectonic plates, and they're crashing into each other, and one of them has to go under, and then the other one has to go on top, and then they form these mountain ranges. And I think about that. I think about if we're in a desert atmosphere, it means that we've run into something, right? And it caused an issue to come up. Maybe you thought to yourself, well, if I can just stay busy, right? If I can just stay busy, I won't have to think about where my life is. So you sign up for dance and you sign up for sports and then you sign up for summer league and then you sign up for clubs and then you sign up for community service with different things as you're like, I'm filling out my college resume and this is gonna look great and you're so busy and you just come home and you're like, hi mom, hi dad, good night, I'll see you tomorrow and then they take you to practice and they take you to school and then they take you to church and you say, well, if I'm just busy enough, I won't have to stop and think about what's going on in my life and then here comes COVID and everything stops and you're not busy anymore and you're stuck at home and you're like, wow, it's really quiet here. And it's interesting to me that so often God speaks to us in quiet places. Or maybe you think if I can fill myself up with relationships, then I'll be happy. And you have relationship after relationship and you've got all of these people and streaks, right? Keep your streaks alive and all these social media friends and everything. And then all of a sudden, something changes. Your friend group isn't who you thought they were. All of a sudden, you discover there's a group chat you're not a part of, and there's this collision, and it brings something to the surface. Or you think, I'll, I'll just pretend that I'm a good Christian kid, and then no one will know what I'm dealing with or what I'm wrestling with or the doubts that I have. Like someone says, oh, how are you doing today? I'm blessed, brother. Blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. But you don't really mean it. You say, well, if I go to youth group enough and if I go to the spring and the fall retreats and if I go to summer camp and if I do all the Christian things, then I can convince people that I'm doing all right. And then all of a sudden you can't handle something in your life and there's this collision and an issue comes up. And I want you to think about those today. Because the problem with a rain shadow is that the air goes up with something, but then it comes down with nothing because of that obstacle. And whatever obstacle you are facing tonight... I want you to know that the Lord doesn't want you to come down empty-handed. See, countless times in the Bible, people go up a mountain for a reason, but whenever they listen and they're obedient and they do what God has them do, they always come down with something. Moses went up a mountain and he came down with his iPad, I mean the tablets, the, the Ten Commandments. Abraham went up a mountain with his son and he's like, oh, I may not come back down with my son but God provided a lamb. So he came back down with something. Jesus went up a hill with a cross. He came down with something. And so I want you to think about this image of the rain shadow and ask yourself this big idea question. We'll have several of these throughout the week. What's in the way? What is stopping you, wherever you are in your life, from experiencing this beautiful rain shower of God's presence and his direction 
and the fulfillment of having a relationship with him and you just feel dry. If you do feel dry, something's in the way. And I want you to identify what it is. Instead of just walking in circles in a desert, Experts say, depending on whether you're right leg dominant or left leg dominant, if you walk in a straight line in a desert, it'll take you about three days to make a complete circle, and you won't even know it. You just keep walking in circles. The Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years, and it was only an 11-day trip. That's like walking from here to town. It'd take about, what, 11 days? No, it'd probably take you... I don't know how long it would take you. I know how long it takes to make your way back, 100% success rate. But I want you to think tonight, examine yourselves, because I don't know you, right? You may look cool, you may look weird, I won't tell you which. And you may have your friends here, you may have been invited with somebody, but nobody knows you like you know you, except for God, because he made you. And some of my favorite lyrics as we look at this picture here, some of my favorite lyrics in a song, I'm not requesting the song, but I'm just talking about the song. And it's from a song called Reckless Love. And it says, there's no shadow you won't light up, no mountain you won't climb up coming after me. And I think of this image here, the orographic effect, the rain shadow, that God doesn't just leave all of his blessings on one side and forget about you. See, there's no shadow he won't light up, no mountain he won't climb up. There's no rain shadow that he won't light up. In fact, we just read in our theme scripture, oh, you're in a rain shadow? I'll find you. I will cause a pathway to open up through the wilderness. I will get to you. I'll create rivers in a wasteland. See, too many times people think, well, God, why don't you bring me out of the desert? Why don't you change my circumstances? Why don't you make it easy to follow you when God just says, why don't you let me in? I'll meet you in the desert. You say, well, God, once, once I get rid of this secret sin, then, then it'll be easy for me to come to you. And God says, I'll meet you right there where you are. I already know it's not exactly a secret. And he said, well, God, if I can make it to church next Sunday, and God said, I'll meet you where you are. I'll meet you in the desert. I'll go find you. And we feel dry, and we feel like God is distant, but he's not distant. He's right there. We just need to open up ourselves to him and acknowledge that he wants to minister to us. We're going to talk about later this week about some of the things that God does in the desert. Because he doesn't look at a mountain as an obstacle. God doesn't look at your mountain and say, well, there's, there's that. And I guess I'll move on to the next one. I'll go bless this other kid. I'll go minister to this other kid. Well, that kid's too messed up for me to use. You know, I'm glad he came to Eagle Ridge, but no, that's not going to work out. Wherever you are, whatever's going on in your life, he brings life in to lifeless situations. Whatever's happened this past year, I don't know what your life's looked like. I know what my life has looked like. It was the most difficult year of my professional educational career. It was tough. But we made it. And we're here. 
And you don't have to worry about anything else that's out there for the next week because we are here to meet with the Lord. He is going to make rivers in a wasteland. Think about what we've been listening to this entire time that I've been up here. The Lord sending the rain. The Bible says that so long as the earth remains seed, time, and harvest. When he talks about in Genesis, when he's talking to Noah, when he said, I flooded the whole earth and I'll never do that again because I'm a God of order, I'm a God of mercy. I love my people. I don't want them in the desert. I want you to examine your hearts tonight. Now, we're not gonna do like a big breakthrough type thing. This is just kind of setting the stage setting the stage for what we're going to be digging into the rest of this week. And I want you to examine yourselves. Be honest with yourself this week. Be real with God this week. This is not just another camp. It's not just another trip. It's not a week away from your parents who will get on you every day about taking a shower and making your bed and brushing your teeth. Now do all those things, okay? Please do all those things for the sake of your bunkmates. But as far as physical hygiene goes, that'll only accomplish so much. We are here to just let the Lord wash us clean. And maybe some of us, we're a little dusty. We're bringing in some some sand. We have some things that we need to give to God. And I want to encourage you, this is a safe place. I have traveled and I've preached at many different places, but Eagle Ridge, it's special. It's peaceful. It's safe. And that's how I wanted to set the stage today, that God is not intimidated by this mountain. In fact, Jesus was ministering to some people, and he says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, you will see it. And so whatever is causing a rain shadow in your life, Just know that there's no shadow he won't light up and no mountain that he won't climb up coming after you. I know the song says coming after me, but I want you to make it personal. Coming after you, all of you, because he loves you. Because even if you're in a desert, he will meet you in that desert. He will change your heart. Because many of us think, well, God, if you bring me out of the desert, it'll be okay. We want God to make it easy to serve him. We want God to make it easy to follow him. We want it to be as easy as just clicking a follow button. But it requires some action. It requires surrender. It requires honesty, uncomfortable honesty. Like when you go to a doctor's appointment and they're like, hey, let's talk about this. Like, I don't want to talk about that, doctor. That's awkward. But in order to be helped, You have to be honest. So that's my challenge to you tonight. I want you this week to be honest with yourselves and honest with your creator. Because even if you feel like you are in the middle of a desert, he'll meet you there. He's met you here. You are here for a purpose. You're here for an appointed time. If you want to get kind of theological about it, the Hebrew word is Moab, an appointed meeting place. That's what Eagle Ridge is. That's why I'm so excited to be here. Not because I get to talk, but because I get to watch what God is about to do in your lives over the next week. Let's seal tonight's message with a word of prayer. Would you join me? Father, we're so thankful 
for the joy that we experience worshiping together, reading the word together, having fun with our friends and our extended family here at Eagle Ridge. God, I pray that tonight's word would stir something inside of us. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding that we would know where we are. Be honest with you and with ourselves and that you would meet us in that situation. That there's no shadow that you won't light up. There's no mountain that you're not willing to climb up coming after us. And Lord, that this week would be a week of surrender. Whatever we're going through, whatever we haven't told anybody else, we're embarrassed, we're scared, that we can lay it at your feet. You would cause rivers to spring forth in a dry wasteland. Lord, we give this week to you and we give ourselves to you. And everybody said, amen. Well, I-